As we move into a time of prayer, church, let's uh, put the Word of God in front of us, uh, always looking at God's Word as truth for you and I, uh, manna from above uh, given to us uh, freely so that we can use uh, the Word of God as our daily anchor and spiritual foundation. So I, I thought it would only be appropriate that we go uh, to the Word of God that John speaks about, about Jesus Christ, about incarnation, the Word becoming flesh. Let's go there now, if you would, please join me. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Amen and amen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And as we do, church, I would like to read some more Scripture to get us thinking. The Word of God being the very manna for our hearts and souls. This Scripture comes from Isaiah 44, beginning with verse 6. There is no other God. Hear now these words. Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and His Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and the last. Besides me there is no God. And who can proclaim as I do? Then let him declare it, and set in order for me, since I appointed the ancient people and the things that are coming and shall come. Let them show these things to them. Do not fear, nor be afraid. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come to you this morning. Lord, we come to you in the start of a new year, O oh God. Much to look forward to, much, O oh God, to uh, vision and pray about and set in motion. But Lord, we cannot do it by ourselves. We need your divine presence. We need the power and the miracle and the movement that is your Holy Spirit guiding us, directing us, correcting us if need be, Lord, envisioning with us as we move forward as Benton Methodist Church. So often, oh God, it's easy to say those words, Lord, a fresh start, a new beginning, new possibilities. And yet, oh God, it's our human nature to have fear and a spirit of fearfulness in our hearts and our souls and in our minds. Lord, it's ultimately a test of faith a trial of faith. Are we going to believe in ourselves only? Are we going to ultimately step out in faith and believe you, to trust in you fully? Lord, if we're being honest with ourselves, Lord, we all wrestle with fear. We've all been afraid, are afraid, or will be afraid. Lord, we pray Jesus into 
those places in our hearts, in our bodies, and in our souls that need healing, that need your divine correction and guidance. Lord, for those broken places, O oh God, we pray in the name of Jesus that you can make those places within whole again. That's the miracle of Jesus, and that is the movement of the Holy Spirit. I pray, Lord, that in the name of the Savior, we can all be hopeful, Lord, that we can all be joyful, that we can all be ready for what is coming, because we ultimately, O oh God, must surrender ourselves unto you, Lord, even surrendering, Lord, the fear, the angst, of what will be. Lord, we walk not just by sight, as Scripture says, but by faith. Faith in you. Faith in your wonder-working power. In the miracles, Lord, that you will gift our church and each household here. Lord, it's about faith. So I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that if we're running low on faith, fill us once again with truth and with deep biblical faith. That is the way, O oh God, that we can live abundantly with you and in you. Bless our church with that faith. Bless each and every believer with that faith. Lord, but it starts with surrender and obedience. Let that guide us and move us as we lift up the name of Jesus Christ this day and always. And we ask this in His name, who gave us the Lord's Prayer, which is a model for prayer. It comes not from, uh, from the air, but it comes from Jesus Christ and his word. It's a prayer to live by. It's a prayer to believe. Let us now pray that prayer together. Please join me, church. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. So church, I am turning now to the prophet's words, the Old Testament scriptures, the book of Isaiah, many, many wonder-working marvelous uh, passages here. Uh, I, I, would, I would invite you to uh, turn to these set of scriptures uh, along with the book of Psalms when you need hope in the midst of some kind of struggle or anxiety that you may be uh, faced with or are wrestling through. Uh, I, I'm going to turn uh, for this morning and for our worship service uh, that we are gathered here for to uh, the prophet's words, the 43rd chapter this morning, verses 18 and 19. I thought an appropriate text as we think about a new beginning 
and new year together this morning. Hear now these words, and we ask God's blessing upon them as we receive them and apply them to our very lives. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen and amen. So, uh, church, as I was uh, preparing uh, this week for uh, preaching and just a time of uh, searching the scriptures, I, I, I wanted to pick uh, something specific that could speak to us, that uh, could be uh, some biblical thoughts as we think about uh, a new year, as we think about a new day, as we think about uh, a new beginning, a fresh start. Uh, it's something that, that I hope we uh, all uh, consider and uh, put uh, some serious thought to uh, that uh, it's important for our own personal lives, for our household, certainly for work for uh, even, even our church, and, and I'll, I'll be getting more to that in, in just a minute, but I, I do want to offer some thoughts here, and I thought that uh, this particular text could offer some great insight, biblically speaking, about what a, what a fresh start and a new beginning uh, could be for us. So, so let me just unpack uh, these scriptures with you. Uh, let, let's go back to verse 18 here. Uh, the, the prophet says, do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. So the context uh, here, church, is that uh, the Israelite people, they have been uh, exiled, they have been captured, their way of life, their way uh, of knowing the very existence and how they were living life has completely been disrupted, okay? And, and they uh, and their existence ha has absolutely uh, been uh, disrupted and destroyed. So, so think about being uprooted, okay, and being forced to live elsewhere. Everything that you know as valuable, everything that you know as truth, everything you know as ordinary has completely been disrupted. So just kind of giving you a frame of mind, okay, of where the context in the scripture uh, starts uh, and then ultimately where we find ourselves in the scripture today. So disruption in life, okay? And that's what you know, and you are struggling with that, and you were wrestling with that, and it has just literally torn you up inside. Now, hope and a new beginning will come. And oftentimes, we need to hear those words often, that the existence that you may have right now, the disruptions in life that you may be faced with right now, 
will not be your existence and your life forever. And it's good to hear those words, and it's good to be told those words by people who love you and who support you and who encourage you. So the Israelite people have been completely disrupted in their life. And let me ask you a question. When your life has been disrupted, maybe by the unknown, maybe by something that you knew was coming. Look, let's face it, that's a tough, challenging place to be for the Israelite people and for us today, okay? Disruption in life. It comes and it goes. Hear now these words, having known now the context. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Church, it's a healthy thing for you and I to hear supportive, encouraging words such as these words before us today. Sometimes, sometimes, we need to be given permission, you see. Permission by a prayer partner, by a friend, by a family member, by someone who is supportive and loving and encouraging. For us to hear these words and for someone else who does love us and encourage us to tell us these words. So think about it in this way. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. In the name of Jesus Christ, church, if there's something in your former life that you need to be forgiven for, that you need to be given permission to let go of. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Word of God is giving you permission to do so in this very moment. And I want you to hear it like that. Whatever disruption has happened in your life, whatever you have just been wrestling with and holding on to, or maybe it's been holding on to you, in the name of Jesus Christ, with the power of the Word of God that it has in our lives and in those who believe, you are being given permission to let it go to turn from it, to start fresh, start a new beginning, to let it be. So here again, here again, hear this permission that you have been given because that is the freedom that Jesus Christ has for you and for I and for all of those who believe. Listen, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. And here's why. Here's why we have been given godly permission, divine permission to do so. The prophet says, behold, for I will do a new thing. Wow. Wow. So you're telling me then I don't have to stay stuck. Did you hear that? If I have fallen into a dark, deep, dismal pit. You're telling me 
I don't have to stay there forever. I can climb my way out. I can get help. Yes, that's exactly what the Word of God is saying. That is what God is using this prophet for. Whatever it is in your former life, whatever it is in your past, God is a God of new beginnings, you see. God is a God of a fresh start, you see, and I want us to hear that today so we don't have to stay stuck. We don't have to stay in bondage, you see, because Jesus Christ is about freedom. He's about his wonder-working power of unshackling us from whatever bondage, from whatever pit it is, because he is the God of new beginnings. Listen to this. Behold, I will do a new thing. Church, if you're ready for a new thing, write this scripture on your heart this day. God says, behold, I will do a new thing. Let me continue. Now it shall spring forth. Here's what it is. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hey, look, what is this fresh start? What is this new beginning? What is this way forward? God, in all of his divine glory and wisdom and strength, he doesn't leave us hanging here. Look, if we need to be unshackled, if we need to get out of a pit, if we need to be released from something in our past, God says, I've got a way forward, and I'm going to give it to you. So maybe there's somebody in our Family Life Center this very morning, who needs to hear these words. Hey, look, I can be unstuck here. I don't have to be shackled any longer. I just need faith. I just need trust. And God says, yes, absolutely. And here is the way forward. You shall know it. Church, it's right here in the Word of God. I will even make a road in the wilderness. Let me just tell you, it's easy to get it's easy to get lost in the wilderness, is it not? It's easy to get lost in the force. It's easy to get lost in the details of life, is it not? But God says, "Hey, look, I've got that covered." I've got you. You see, I'm going to provide this light. I'm going to provide this road in the midst of the thicket of trees here so you know where you're going. But you can't do it on your own, you see. You can't go back to what your life was in the past. Remember it. Know it. Learn from it grow from it, be transformed by it, but don't go back. Don't set your wills, don't set your very temple, the body, backward. No, no, no. 
go forward. And God's going to provide that way, that road in the midst of that force. Listen to this. He also says, and rivers in the desert. Hey, look, I take that to mean the rivers, the water, it's no mere mirage. There's actually going to be spiritual nourishment. There's going to be God's presence during that time when we are quenched for thirst. There's many a scripture where Jesus quenches that spiritual thirst. Because if we're running on our own gas, if we are running on our own strength, if we are running on our, on our own stamina, how far do you think we're going to get in the woods? How far do you think we're going to get in life? How far do you think we're going to get in the desert? We're just going to be running on fumes. That's why we need the Almighty, you see, to move us forward, to create that path and that vision forward. You know, churches that only make it about themselves, how far do you think they're really going to go in the kingdom and in the community and for one another? For churches that don't make it about Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone, how far do you think they're actually going to win for the kingdom, not very far at all. Those churches that only make it about themselves, it's no different than a country club, you see. But the church that always makes it about Jesus Christ, lifting his name up on high, making it about the truth of God's word, making disciples, and transforming the world, those are the churches that will win. Those are the churches that will make it and succeed for the gospel. So a, a couple of things to look forward to, church. A couple of things that I just want to uh, have you be in prayer about, to have you uh, get excited about as we, as we light the flame of the Holy Spirit and are moving forward. So next Sunday, January 8th, both worship services, 8.15 and 10.30, okay? The design of those services will be, number one, communion, okay? Number two, it will be a time as we come up for communion, we can reaffirm our baptism, okay? Our commitment to Jesus Christ fulfilling those baptismal vows, Always a good thing to do at the start of a new year, okay? Also, what I would like to do, okay, is to let you know and to do it in a holy way that we are now a new church. We're a fresh start, a new beginning with this church. The name Benton Methodist Church, well, if you are a church member or will become a church member, we are simply going to take your membership on paper at least and transfer it from the church that we were to the church that we now are. 
But I want to make it more personal than that. I want it to be a holy event for us. So what we are also doing through communion and through reaffirming our baptism is I want everybody to stand during that time, and I want to pray over us, okay, as marking next Sunday as a fresh start for us all, and praying God into the details and into the ministries and into the staff and into the congregation for what God will bless us with as a new congregation together. And I want that to uh, be highlighted, and I want that to be uh, a signature part of our service for next Sunday, okay? And for it to be more than just a transfer on a piece of paper, okay? So we're going we're, we're gonna to make that the theme and the highlight for next Sunday. But a couple of other things that I've been praying about and I want you to be thinking about as well as we are moving forward to, I, I, I think it necessary, church, that as we start this new chapter in our lives here at Benton Methodist Church, that we have what we would often refer to as uh, a, a, an old-fashioned revival, okay? So I, I am working on uh, getting some pastors at the end of this month, probably the last weekend of this month of January, to have some preachers come in and preach for us and and pray and preach the Holy Spirit and get that fire burning in our hearts, okay? And make it a weekend kind of event where we would start Saturday night with some preaching, okay? Sunday morning preaching and then end the evening with a good old hymn sing. Okay, just to light that fire and get us started. Another thing that I, I, I want to I wanna have you pray about and certainly uh, consider is we need to uh, have a stewardship campaign and a commitment Sunday uh, to, to forecast uh, for the rest of the year. So I, I, I want us to be thinking in that direction uh, come come the first of February, okay. Uh, also, uh, we need to address our church sign outside, okay. So right now we have a static sign, okay, where we put the verbiage up there. But of course, given that uh, that that we're in a in a new age now, there's also the possibility of digital signage as well that would have our new name on the sign okay a logo that i want us to be thinking about so that that is coming as well and all